Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, the year is almost over and you're going to spend it with us. That's right. Lori's in and we've got a special guest to hang out with us for a little bit here. Maybe this week, we don't know, but we will have some fun with her. <laughs> you know. I know. You know I'll be here all week. I know. I would love to tell you guys, oh, I'm too busy vacationing, but I'm not. I'm here. I are, love Are it. you kind of glad, though, that you weren't traveling over this holiday in an airplane? A thousand percent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A yeah. thousand percent. I mean, would I like to get stuck in somewhere like Hawaii? Sure. Yeah. But even so, like when you're ready to come home yeah. or you're ready to go somewhere, I just felt so bad because here's the thing. This Omicron variant yeah. is like super contagious. So people get, who are vaccinated are getting breakthrough cases. Maybe they're not as sick. People who are boosted and vaccinated. Yeah. And there's just like a lot of like it's. It's so confusing. Very. Someone in our family, they were all testing. It was everyone was. I didn't even know they were doing this. They weren't telling me, but they were all testing, um, so I could come to uh, Christmas and feel safe because I'm I'm pregnant and I'm. uh, They don't really know a lot about it, but I'm vaccinated. I'm boosted, and so I've been pretty cautious. And I, I didn't ask anyone to get tested, but anyways, nobody had any symptoms. But one of them came up positive. Just. I don't know. And there's so many, you don't know what to do then, where goes who, what goes where. Yeah. So, I mean, and you know, like right now, somebody in our, we've had two incidents in the yeah. last week with people being exposed or with someone who had a positive test. Yeah. And so I was just like, I knew that the morning shows, I knew that they would cover holiday travel. Yeah. The weather, because there was like so much snow happening on the West Coast, unusual snow. Very freaky. And I thought they're going to cover this Omicron. Yeah. And what the hell is going on with testing and the cases and blah, blah, blah. So GMA um, had uh, Dr. Darian on about just like if you were... If like someone did say, oh, you know, there's a possible exposure. So this is the doc. It's kind of it's short and sweet. But I after I listened to it this morning, I had a better understanding because it's kind of concise. Here we go. So it's good to see you. So we've been talking about some of these numbers here, really startling. The U.S. average nearly 161,000 new daily COVID cases per day, an increase of 36 percent over the previous week. If you find out that you were exposed to the virus 
over the holiday, yeah. what should you do? Great question. So after exposure, you should get tested about five to seven days after the day of exposure. And the reason being is that that's about a much, how much time it takes for the virus to increase in the body and turn a test positive. Now, what you do depends on your vaccination status. So if you're vaccinated, you don't need to quarantine, but you should probably be wearing a mask, especially during these times of high viral transmission. And if you're not vaccinated, your risk of, of infection is so much higher. So you should be quarantining and separating yourself away from the public for the full 14 days. And as we've seen, finding a test is difficult and there are different types of tests. So yeah. explain the difference between the PCR test, the antigen test, yeah. and which test might be better in certain situations. Great question again. So after exposure, the most accurate test to use is a PCR test. Um, we do have antigen tests available, but it's important to know that those are most accurate in symptomatic patients in the first couple of days of infection. So many people took the antigen test prior to the holiday gatherings, those, those quick ones uh, that you can do at home. Was that a good idea? To, like, we're still learning about how accurate they are. I think you're getting at another use of antigen tests, which is as a form of prevention. Uh, you can say that if you test positive on an antigen test, you can presume that that's when you're most infectious. So it does help to use before an event. Of course, you want to use it as close as possible and have the understanding that it could always be positive, return positive later on. But again, using it with other mitigation risks, masking, ventilation, trying to reduce Reduce your risk as much as possible. Okay, so the key, the couple of key things in there. Yeah, is break that, it down for us. Okay, so the the rapid test, did you catch when he said the rapid test is most useful and that's what people will take before they go to a concert or something? Because if it comes back positive, you are shedding virus. You are infecting people. Okay. You can have been exposed to someone with COVID but if in your rapid test and you don't have any symptoms or anything and you take a test that's negative, you probably are not uh, spreading it. Mm-hmm. But as he said, it takes five to seven days after exposure. So this is where sometimes people, the minute they get a cold or something, yeah. they go, they get a rapid test, it's negative. Okay, phew. the next day I still don't feel good. They take another one. It might it might they might not find out that they're positive until 5 days later. Yeah. So the good news is that if you're getting that rapid test back negative, you and if you're vaccinated, you don't need to quarantine. Okay. I mean the big thing is that you would want to wear a mask, you yeah. know. So like the person that I know and even you know this happened with Julia last week. She did a rapid test. Yeah. So she could stay here at work. It was negative, and she also went that same day while we were supposed to be doing show prep, went and got a PCR test. Yeah. And then she got that result back on Thursday so she could say to the family, come to my house on Christmas Eve. Yeah, 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 yeah. So everything is like skating by, you know, you're hanging by a ledge because you're not like not really sure. But, yeah, you want to get that rapid test. And I was in Walgreens today, and they're, at least in the St. Paul stores, they were getting... Their rapid test tomorrow. Okay. Being delivered. As they were clearing out the Christmas shelves, all they had left were cards on sale. They really pack up that stuff. I know. They really do. And if you get in there, you can get a good deal. Right. But the guy, you have one day to you get have to one it. One day. I mean, yeah. don't even get me started on Halloween. My mom's like screaming at me to go to CVS and Walgreens yeah, on the, the I know first it. of November. So um, you it's know, really interesting. Yeah. I, and I think it, it can be so confusing. And you never, and, and that's where I, a lot of times, um, just err on the side of like, I better not. Not go. Yeah, I better not go yeah, do the well, things. And, 
it's been really hard lately. It's been so isolating. I mean, mm-hmm. until- well, because it's been such a long time. And yeah. so for a lot, I mean, that's the thing, you know, I feel bad, like for this is going on so long. And so like people that are older, or I, know, can be, I mean, they've vulnerable. been living this yes. for so long. And, and, you know, and, and just know this, you know, if you're not vaccinated and you have not talked to your doctor, okay, because some people are not vaccinated because they have talked to their doctor. Yeah. Know this, know that all, all the people, all your people are nervous and scared for you. Yeah. A thousand percent. You know, a thousand percent. And I, I, yeah, we really, we really are. And I mean, it's it, my family. I have some people and, and I mean, I have this, uh, I mean, I, it, it's, it's a worry every day. It really is. For, uh, for the whole family. And, but I don't know why they're not worried. And I, I don't know, not reading, not being, I, I don't know. I, this, this one family member I'm thinking of, I know she hasn't talked to her doctor cause she hasn't gone to a doctor in like, you know, five years. Yeah, it's just it's it's such a <sighs> it's such a hard loss. My brother works as a respiratory therapist here in the cities and he keeps me updated and he texted me the other day. He's like the hardest thing I have seen is when um somebody pregnant I know people have all different views when somebody pregnant comes in and is dealing with this and their so is their kid or you know the the future of their kid is on the line. Mm-hmm. And that's a hard, that's just facts. That's just what's going on. And I don't, I, I, he's like, I'm so thankful you're vaccinated. And he'll send me that like every three days. And I know it's got to be right now. His job is the hardest it's ever been in his, you know, entire life is that he's been seeing all of this happen. Well, did you see that like Alina has this thing with this volunteer group helping hands? Yeah. To just turn people on from their stomachs to their backs so that they can breathe. I know. You know, if COVID was lesions outside of our body, it would be so clear. I know. Yeah. But I know know there's all sorts of feels, but I just I want everyone to be safe. And I know people are going to take different routes there. Just whatever you need. Just be safe. I hope we're at the tail end of this. And I hope that like this summer we can go and do the state fair the real way. Yeah, yeah, for for sure. And and it seems like the Omicron, like it's going away faster. But the thing is, it's so uh, transmissible. Yeah, yeah be the thing and then now all people are like oh well if i'm vaccinated you know if i'm vaccinated and boosted do i have to quarantine no but you need to take the rapid test the antigen test and wear a damn mask you know if you get a breakthrough and you're probably chances are you're not going to the hospital or anything yeah right absolutely all right now Brittany, i don't know what kind of random randos they're, you've brought they're not us. as random as julia's i was listening to you guys the other day <laughs> and i can't hit that level of random yeah i'm sorry but i'm gonna try it's a unique combination it, of being um unprepared <laughs> and then her very able gotta, ability to wing it i gotta go find that book she has hidden yeah. around here about women using uh nail polish for nylons yeah. like oh she's the and, worst and Brittany, the bts army you know, three of the members came down with COVID after doing their L.A. gig. Not the Army. Get, the, get these obsessive teenagers on this home front thing. They'll <laughs> figure it they out. They will. Okay. We'll be right back. Back to the Lori and Julia show on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. It's just random. That's all it is. 
All right, channeling Julia, yeah. channeling Julia, getting distracted by something on the wall. Okay, I'm here. That's not even a word! <laughs> Perfect. That's what we're looking for. I love... A parade? I love a parade. <laughs> okay. Love a parade, fact. As everyone knows about me. Also, I am very guilty of loving fashion on a level that, like, I don't always buy the things, but I like knowing what's what. Yeah. I think that's a lot of women, especially in Minnesota. Sometimes it's hard to relate to being like, oh, we can't wear that this time of year, but I want to know what's hot. Right. Bazaar told us they got the 2022 fashion, what's coming up, what you need to know is around the corner. Tell me a flared pant is in our future. I hope so. But the first one is is one that's a little hard to pull off sometimes in Minnesota, but it's cat suits. This is Kim Kardashian wears a cat suit. It's the one piece. I know. This is what I was asking asking you about. about. Yeah. Yeah, So cat suits. Bazaar is saying that cat suits are going to be all the rage. Um, I Hmm. do have a problem with cat suits. I love. I love onesies. I love all that stuff, and I have a really cute, like, like kind of a like that um, overall whatever look. I hate wearing it at work because I have to be full on naked in the bathroom yes. and so so vulnerable. Like, yeah. if the door opens, I'm full naked right now. Yeah, and they're, that's they're completely impractical unless they have a gusset. And if they have a gusset, how can you wear it around? Yeah, right? You can't (laughs) trust a gusset. There's never been a gusset I trust. (laughs) Right. Not without something over it, like a skirt. Yeah. Or something. Or long dress. But the, I do, I can't lie. These are flipping cute. Listen, we wore cat suit kind of the lycra, like the unitard. The that's long, what these are. Yeah, yes. that's what it is. Yeah, and I'm I am here. I love that they are wearing them. Mm-hmm. I don't see that being me in the I near future. I hate that this is Kim Kardashian influenced in Balenciaga because Balenci- that's who makes made all of her every even just her Christmas post uh, Grant showed me. Like we posted all what are celebrities doing on Christmas. Yeah. She's in a brown cat suit, including her fingertips all the way to her toes. Yeah. How do you go to the bathroom? I know you're fully naked when you go to the bathroom. But and, I mean, and even you with have to your do fingers takes... in Oh, gloves? yeah. Yo, then that's its own thing. Yeah. yeah. What do you do with the clothes? Do you lay them on the ground? Yeah, it's terrible. Oh, yeah. put them it's, back on after that? It's terrible. That's what you have to do. <laughs> that's right. what you have to, like, I'm just being so honest with you, Grant. It's it's inside a world you don't want to know. Yeah, I'm good. Like, when I wear overalls or anything that's one piece, like, it sits on the ground. And yeah. I go, this is my life right now. Yeah. I hope I hope this door is sturdy and you know it ain't. <laughs> okay. What okay. else is bizarre trying to tell? Chain belts, all the chain links and all the things that, you know. I'm so glad I never got rid of any of my chain belts. There you go. A (laughs) lot of the ones they really like, too, are the the harnesses that go up to the shoulders and around. Oh, like Timothy Chalamet wore. Yes, super in right now. Okay. Um, I hate this because I love my oversized blazer. I'm still rocking my boyfriend blazer, but they said micro blazers. Um, What does that mean? Just like short. Short and tiny and fitted. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And like very fitted, yeah. Like sounds the, really comfortable. Sounds like my worst case scenario. And here's a good one for me. Mm-hmm. Big jackets, like obnoxiously big. Like what Aaliyah used to wear. What uh, what Julia Roberts wore to the Oscars yes. in like 1987. And I'm going to tell you something, and you're going to inform me that this has never been out, and I would agree with you, miniskirts. Oh. Is it never out? No. Miniskirts are never out. Um, speaking of fashion, um, we finally found a movie that I was like, all right, I'll go to that. It came out a long, it came out like a month ago, and we figured it was such a busy weekend that everyone was going to be elsewhere. What we went to this licorice pizza oh i want to get a review of this it's uh, people love it it's really fun i enjoyed it i i honestly since i haven't been in the movie since the movie the joker that's how oh long gosh. i've been in the movie theater i know grant's eyebrows wow. just hit the wow. ceiling that's a long time i know and i love the thing is i love going to the movie theater so i was like justin i'm ready i'm ready i found this one there's no seats around us let's just do it we bought them we went it could have been just like watching Atari, somebody play Atari on the screen and I would have been into it. So my review is, it was amazing. We were actually laughing. Um, the outfits are amazing. The little dresses. 70s, yeah, right? the little dresses they all wear. Those little mini skirt dresses and mini skirts. Oh, I loved it. It was a lot of fun. Um, I think that they, I think the biggest uh, probably attack on it was you know, it is a, a, a just a long story about a relationship. But there's so many other elements into it, and Bradley Cooper does a really good job. He's John Peters. Yes. <laughs> Barbara Streisand's yes, boyfriend. Yes, I would say definitely worth going to. Um, right now it's got a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's long, but again, I was so into it. I was just loving the popcorn, loving being at the theater. Does Paul Thomas Anderson, the director of the movie, does he make a reference to licorice pizza so people know what the title is referencing no will you tell me because we literally i go when we got out of there i was like what is what does the title have to do and he goes i don't know two things it that was don't a go very together. famous record store on the sunset strip in the 70s called licorice pizza okay and like they should have mentioned that yeah they should have mentioned that. yeah this was really because fun. that was the era when the record store was in place and we didn't know that when the movie we first started talking about it and yeah. somebody called in and then we verified it yeah that it was a a record store not as famous as you know tower yeah, records yeah. on sunset strip but it was on sunset strip and definitely would have been a hangout um i literally cannot wait to inform this to my significant other because we both left there going i have no idea yeah it made two two and a half million this weekend so for an independent small movie, I mean, they they'd be happy if this movie can get to twenty million. So I, I recommend it. But okay, again, good. I'm like I said, I would have been entertained by anything. And uh, well, I'm I'm um, you your review and then the Rotten Tomato high score. Yeah, yeah, you got to go. It's yeah. fun. You'll have a blast with it because the characters are amazing. They do Wait. amazing job with their characters. Okay. And it's Paul. It's um, what's his name? Son Philip Seymour Hoffman's son is the lead. Yeah, and he's the kid. He's really amazing. good. Yeah. 
All right, thank you. All right, Grant, what's happening? Uh, pretty well, slow and pretty, quiet? Pretty quiet, pretty slow. A lot of people probably hanging on. Let's play the Marvelette singing, uh, please, Mr. Postman. Um, so that's a little triggering for me, I'd like to say, because yes. this was on my mom's cleaning CD. She'd play. Oh, such a good cleaning song, too, because you could just, it motivate totally. you. It'd be like a Sunday morning, and all of a sudden I'd be in my room, and I'd hear this and be like, I'll go get the dust Duster, rag. yeah. yeah. It is. That's so funny. Like you do like kind of it, it does help to have a little dancey. Oh, yeah. Music and you can kind of sing along. And Wanda Young, one of the lead singers of the Marvelettes, uh, uh, passed away uh, December 15th in Garden City, Michigan. She was 78 and she was a teenager when she recorded this song, you guys. I, it's, and it's such a good song. It is, isn't it? Like begging a postman to give you a letter. Like, I love that. Yeah. And, you know, the year is 1961. Motown's been around for like two years. And so the story is, is that um, they had a contest um, for people. And the winner, the three top winners were going to get an audition with with Barry Gordy and Motown. And so this Wanda wasn't even in the group, this other group, they're like, they didn't get, they didn't win, you know, the top three, but someone knew somebody who knew Barry Gordy. And so he got the gals an audition and the one girl had to drop out the one teenager because her dad forbid her to be a singer. Oh my God. That was for loose women or whatever he said. Yeah, I'm sure. Right. So it was these the three other girls and they needed somebody and they 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 called um you know uh Wanda and she can she said yeah I can sing and anyway and then somebody else's brother wrote this um uh, about a girl pining for the mail you know from her boyfriend and they did it for Barry Gordy and the rest is Motown history how wild it went to number 1 i mean and as as, as it should yeah and it's been in a million i feel like movies oh so often yeah Yeah. it's just a good song it's still so good very uh, you know it kind of they got signed the marvelettes came right when the supremes and also um martha and the vandellas so it was just like the height of girl group 60s-ness you know, oh, yeah. so this would be a good song to do a strip cleaner routine to. Yeah, and everybody knows. <laughs> you know? That's yeah. what I'm looking for. Is that a way you, to both clean and please the my high, husband. Yeah, the high heels, the yes. stockings, your feather duster. duster. Yeah, oh yeah, you guys know me all too well. <laughs> Wearing heels in the house in general. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine so Brittany in heels in general? Just heels in the house. Just, yeah. That's me, Wanda. I hope you wouldn't be shocked. About that I, I i don't i don't think so but um i think that's what the song's made for yeah i guess wanda was always like just really delighted with like how many people knew the marvelettes because they had other songs don't mess with bill and um let's see uh what else did they have um Beachwood four five seven eight nine when in the olden days apparent this is olden days predating me when they would have a phone number that would be like you'd say the number yeah like Beachwood and then it would be some five digit number oh you'll okay. see it in old movies interesting yeah 
I'd say that's, a, that's one of those things now I'm sure I'll notice in something and go, oh You'll my God. see maybe like in old yeah. movies or something from that time and they'll go, you know, uh, Lanyard 2754. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I don't know, stick me or I don't know what, I don't know what the words were. I don't know how they Nailed came up it. with it. Yeah. You have a good operator voice. Do I? Yeah. And I put up my phone. Yeah. Uh, by the way, album sales, you guys. Yeah. Okay. Are you interested to know what the numbers are mm-hmm. year end? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. There's okay. a lot of big albums that came out this year. Oh yeah. Um, so the number one album in 2021, it sold uh, 3 million copies um, this guy was canceled after he drunkenly used the N word. Yeah, Morgan. Morgan Wallen. Yeah. So even though he was, you know, banned from award shows yeah. and dropped, but not really by his agent and managers, he was the king of popular music sales in 2021. Adele was the big story. Everyone thought 30 was going to be the monster hit. Yeah. It's a mini monster. Yeah. 30 sold. 1.4 million uh, copies from its release on November 19th. Well, you think, oh, Morgan Wallen's had his out all year long. Yeah. But if you look at Adele's album, 25, it sold 3.8 million in its first week. Oh, yeah. Its first week. That's, I wonder what and it that dropped is. in November yeah. of 2015. And by the end of the year, it had sold 8 million copies. Um, 30 sales are down 82% from the album 25. Why do you think that is? Do you think- I'll, well, here's one. There's been one hit single, Easy On Me, and they there's been no release of another single. Yeah, you're right. And I think, honestly, she needs something a little. She had, a, on 25, she had some little bit faster Send my pace. love to your lover when yeah. we were young. Yeah. I mean, she had, yeah, she had a hit. All that's, there's no follow-up. The album started with Easy On Me and that's all we've gotten. And the only other song on the chart is Oh My God at 64. Yeah. So Taylor Swift, Swift of course, she issued so many albums. She wins overall. She yeah. sold about 4 million copies. Because Evermore, Red, and also um, Willow. Willow. Well, yeah, no, and- uh, um, well, uh, her first album came up in 2020. Right. The one. But so she had like folklore. Two. Yeah. Two albums. And then Kanye West, Donda, did not make the million mark, you guys. It came <laughs> it at 918,000. Well, it's because like, even his fans were confused when that thing was coming out. Remember how many times he was like, I'm going to drop it this week? We did that for a month. Apparently, people don't want to buy like a double album that has 19 songs that maybe like nine of them are really great. Like, yeah. do some editing. I know. And he's really <laughs> and then bad put at that. Some, be like Prince, do some editing, have a vault, go back, revisit if and you I, want. And I bet you those nine songs are really good. Because yeah. when, when his, even his album before this, I will randomly listen to their songs on there. I'm like, oh, this one got hid, hidden in the mix. It's really good. But you're right, that editing he is clutch. Overloads. I know. With stuff, it's kind of like uh, somebody uh, said to me this week, it was one of my nieces, she said, is it like a law now that they have to make every movie be two hours and 30 minutes? <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. I said, no, it's not a law. It's not a law. I, and it's weird, too. Now, if you see a movie for like an hour or something, you're like, is that worth my money? Yeah. 
but no. But if the movie kid is good, mo- you don't notice it. Totally. Yeah. Totally. But, but I album, think it should be illegal that kid movies are that long. No, for sure. They they can't be that long. But they are really long. Well, but you you do apparently this is the parent hack. No, I okay, just tell heard me, tell this. me, I need okay. it. Um my daughter in law told me that her kids thought that Frozen ended at the halfway point, because that's when she told him it. That's it. The movie's over. I mean, they watched it. She's over. stuck on that hill. Yeah. Her sister forgot yeah, about her. Well, we'll wait till the next one, you know, yeah, I, yeah. because they just wanted to watch it over and over. And it was just too much time. So she's like, you just do. You just say that's that's then. She's a good mom, because during the pandemic, I was helping watch many people's kids. And I'd be like, free access to Disney Plus. Watch all of them. Watch yeah. Moana five times. Right, I don't right, care. Right. Well, well you know. it is what you got to do what you got to do. Okay. Among the legacy performers, you guys, yeah. Fleetwood Mac is really the success of the year. They sold 848,000 copies, um, mostly of rumors an album released in 1979 so all much almost as much as kanye's donda and, you and think that's, that's because TikTok rumors trend well no because that was that was the year before oh, okay that that rumor song no that is a great album every song is. is good i know it is but it's wild that that shot up for no reason like why how could that well, come because out of i nowhere? think when that streaming that TikTok guy mm-hmm. um was skateboarding to dream yeah. maybe people just listen to and they realize oh don't stop i mean there's yeah. like all these other songs and i don't know a lot of times the streaming services like spotify if you start listening to something at the end they'll throw on a yeah. similar thing yeah don't or, stop thinking about tomorrow yeah. that's the song and I then won't. queen sold 918 copies of their greatest hits that makes sense when did their movie come out i know it came out about, two years ago two yeah. years ago but i could see that because it got on streaming platforms i didn't watch it until like six months ago yeah Maybe that's right. And then Elton John, the legacy winner in singles and albums, he sold almost 700,000 copies of his Diamonds box set. Plus, he had three top 10 hits, including Cold Heart with Dua Lipa. Did you see his doc? I mean, not his doc, his biopic? No. Me oh, neither. yeah, yeah. The movie? Yeah, yeah. Was it good? Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. Okay, because I watched the Queen one. I still want to see the Elton John Oh, one. it's really good. Oh, Taron Egerton's amazing in it. And then the Beatles came in with over a half a million album sales probably from two from the two they had the hulu documentary Doc, yep. in august and then yeah, the get back plus. on disney plus wow there was a lot happening in music yeah they're really what did i do with my year yeah <laughs> not much um, not with us <laughs> can you get this song for us yeah. um the weekend and ariana grande singing save your tears and the only reason that I want you to get this song is, do you guys know who that uh, band OMD, If You Go, it's a song from the soundtrack in Pretty in Pink? Mm-mm. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, the orchestra the, one. The orchestra song, um, yeah. If You Go, If You Leave, I Will yeah. Stay, that's by OMD, Yeah, is the band. And I just wonder if you guys think if this has a little flavor of that song. Um, the Weeknd and Ariana Grande, their collab on... Save your tears. Because we listen to this as it's, a new music. But it's such, like, this was a really, that was a great album. Yeah. We listened to this on new music, and we were kind of on, like, ah, it's okay. But now that you hear that, you go, yeah. Yeah, I kind of like it, right? Yeah. I, I love it when Ariana just will sing and not yodel and do her um, singer loop-de-loops. 
Ariana for me is one of those people who I like when she sneezes. I don't know why I like her so much. And I know I'm biased, but like everything about her, I think is like, I think like when the song where she goes, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like know. I love I know it. I know. I'm sorry. All right, listen. We come back. We are gonna do some Hollywood speak. Yay! Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of are this? Are you ready, Brittany? Define okay. ready. Okay. All right. So you know who Megan King is, right? Mm-hmm. From Orange County. Oh yes, I do. Married okay. to he was what was what was her husband's name uh, originally? Jim Edmonds. Yes, and he was so cold on that show. I can't even imagine what he was like. Yeah. Day to day. Well, did you know that she got married to yeah. President Biden's nephew? Yeah. And um, wasn't the... October 11th. Wasn't the... Uh, I can't remember. Were the Bidens there? Yeah. Or was it just... No, they were there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, she said... Uh, she gave a statement to page six. I've been asked by many outlets to comment on the state of my marriage. I am rattled. This situation is pro- profoundly devastating. Oh, I don't, you know what? It's just wild to me. So this is now happening. I feel like in so many public marriages. No, no, no. You're missing a big part of this story. Profound. It's, he, okay. <laughs> You're okay. missing a big I part of I always story. am. Oh, okay, give they, it to me. Give it to they me. They got married. Three months ago. Four weeks after they met. Yeah. On Bumble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Four weeks after they met. Now, you know. She has kids. He's in his 40s. You know, he's like, anyway, I think she's profoundly devastated and rattled because they got married after dating for four weeks and now they're getting divorced after being together, married two months. That's very embarrassing. Mortifying. Mortifying. Mm -hmm. Mortifying, yeah. Humiliated. Because what would everyone have said to her? What are you doing? Yeah. Yes. And she had to talk them into it and say, yeah, it was good. And they didn't have a small wedding. The the president was there. Yep. The the first lady was there. Here's what she even said. She told brides.com back in September. We connected on a dating app, texted for a day, then then spent five straight hours on the phone the first time we speak or that we spoke. And, uh, you know, it's like, okay, this is many people's stories. Okay, so what do you think happened? Well, they found out after getting to know each other just a tad bit better. Yeah. And she's got kids, and I don't know if he does. I don't know if he's been married before. um, That they didn't like each other, didn't get along, didn't agree. And there's many things that they could have found out about each other. In the two months that they were married, because really it was only, you know, I have a little rule about dating. How about tell me? I, I bet I broke it. No, you know how a company won't hire like a person for a significant job. Let's say it's a some kind of a level where you're getting paid, you know, yeah, the big you, bu- you're salaried. Yeah, but you're it's a big enough job where they give you a 90 day okay, yeah, window yeah, yeah, yeah. of time yeah. to prove that you are who you've said you are in your resume and yeah, what yeah. you present your before you get your final job offer. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing with love. Like I should have after 90 days pulled out, you know, a clipboard and glasses and said, Justin, we need an assessment here. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just <laughs> Let's saying see if we want to move forward, maybe don't move forward. Don't, don't make a like, like say, Oh yeah, I'm, 
I'm ready to fall in love. You know, because people can be love bombers. People, oh, yeah. And all that kind of stuff. So just like someone can't hide their... You can hide your personality, but you can't hide your personality for 90 days. And that's how long these two have been together, I, give or take. I think you either got to go on a really long trip with somebody because you find out a lot when you travel with somebody or like throw out any old fashioned rules. You got to live with people. Well, I don't know about that because they have kids, but I'll bet you anything. It's something to do with the kids. But how much easier would it be if they would have moved it because they moved in together anyways? If they would have lived together and not had the whole wedding. No, they wedding. didn't move in together. They got married. No, I know, but when they got married, they didn't move in eventually? Well, yeah, but... That's what I'm saying. They eventually, didn't live together. Prior. I know. That's what I'm saying. You might as well do that prior. And I know that's like mixing, you know, the kids in the mix, but it's like they got mixed up in that anyways. Yes, they did. And then there's like the whole wedding thing. So she's embarrassed and humiliating. That's what she means by rattled and... I thought we were breaking down who we thought did no. what. No, they got to know each other. They got to know each other. That's really what happened. He's a weird looking face. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Every picture he looks different and he looks like the kind of like face that like you could mold. Like his skin is like malleable. Yeah. And I don't think he'd ever been married and he was 42 and all of a sudden he's married with children. You yeah. Know? I don't okay. know. She's She's hot to trot, but... What do you make of Kanye West buying a, a, a home right across from Kim Kardashian? <laughs> you know what? I honestly think that this wasn't good intention. I think this is a house that he just... It's lovely when people who are, you know, dealing with... Rich enough share, they can buy houses totally, across the street. And, and overpay by a half a million dollars to yeah. make sure they get it. Yeah. Um. I actually think it works out really well. I, I don't know if Kim was on board, but I think it is actually works out really well when parents co-parenting can be in a situation where the kids can run over to moms or dads whenever they want and have access. He won't be there that often anyways. Yeah. So it's kind of funny because it's like that guy can't stay still to save his life. He buys and sells ranches in Wyoming every two years. <laughs> so I think it in theory... It could be lovely. I mean, it's so new that it's hard to imagine them being able to really co-parent, you know, on that level that you see some really successful people do, you know. But that being said, like, this could be great for the kids. What do you think? I think that um, he wanted a place to put cameras. (laughs) (laughs) Kim, I mean, if you notice, like she deliberately all of the photos they posted of their Christmas Eve thing. Pete Davidson wasn't in any. Yeah. She's just like kind of like just trying to work with him. Yeah. Over dealing with the 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 backlash that. Yeah, because I don't I don't know if kids run across the street in gated communities. I mean, it's just nice. I mean, I had parents that got along. Um, even though they lived, one lived in Montana, one lived, you know, here. And then I had step family that had two parents that didn't get, get along. along. Yeah, I know. It's better when they get along. It's so much better when they mm-hmm. get along. And I feel like Kim gets along and and she has to do a lot of um, tap dancing her own Kanye. Absolutely. Her whole life. Yeah. Her whole life. I mean, not her whole life, but their whole marriage. Yeah. For sure. So I, I think you're right. In theory, I think this is lovely. I think it's a little soon to say that they are at this point. So you're right. It probably seems a bit 
bit much. Bit much. Uh, what do you make of John Mulaney and Olivia Munn revealing the name and the picture of their baby on each of their Instagrams on Christmas Eve? I'm telling you, this timeline is more complex than the Matrix plot. I know. Of this kid when it was conceived. I mean, they both I, do separate Instas on Christmas I Eve. I know. I know. You know what we need? We need like this whole wall, this whole soundproof wall. We need like pictures and wires and dates and things to figure out what happened where. I think that it is so declassé the way they have handled this that I'm not shocked that they are continuing to handle it like this. Yeah, I know it. And it's, I don't think they're together. Yeah, I know. That's what I've heard too. I don't think they're together. They're not they're not, you know, now he can get on, you know, on his way and get divorced, but uh, to make a big decision out of rehab as somebody who's left rehab. So I'm saying this out of a really like I'm not a judgmental place. You don't make life decisions after you get out of rehab. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, no. Like that's wild. Like you yeah. should go for a walk. Well, I, <laughs> figure out the day. I want John <laughs> to go back. Next week. I want John to go back to finalizing his oh so slow slow divorce. Yeah. And Olivia can finally stop fielding the questions about their questionable timeline. And, um, you know, because that's what it is. Everybody knows it's questionable. Yeah. No ifs, ands, or, you know, whatever. But I just don't think they're together. And they named him Malcolm, which is kind of a, you don't hear that name very often anymore. It's pretty cute. I actually like that. Yeah, I know. So, anyway, their baby apparently was born in early November. So he basically met her the day after rehab. Just to do the... That's you know, wild. That's to do so the math wild. There. I don't even think I bought a notebook after rehab. Like, you don't get married after rehab. <laughs> they didn't get married. He is I mean, married. not get married. You don't, like, leave your wife. Whatever. All right. Teach All right. Own, idiots. Okay, listen. We'll be back with some Hollywood news. We might need some help. We might need some people to call in. If, if anyone's listening, we'll see.